in a universe where life does not end at death. We explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to our Thedian Anthologies. Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to the Arthadian Anthologies podcast, where I, MS Arthadian, dive into the ever-expanding universe I'm developing and the deeper meaning behind it all. Last entry. You witness Master Forger Asma Lanes infiltrate into the heart of Sector 399 meeting the crime lords that continue on under the title of the Exemdur. Facing off against an ancient Beulah known as the All-Seeing Eye, leader of the Red-Eye Syndicate. She has been plunged into its cosmic sense. Now, as we continue where we left off, Asuma hears a faint mutterance of her late mother and brother, being thrust through a bright tunnel and then appearing in a misty field on her home world of Prima's garden. Reaching out into the mist, Asma sees her old house on the hill. She then becomes distracted by the memory of her mother crying out from inside. Asma, stay back! Get out of here! Just like when she saw them last. She could hear the explosions in the distance. The war between Prima's righteous hand and the Dwarven Citadel was heating up. Asma stares into the sky. Really? Do you think that I allow guilt to persist? Thunder crackles as rain begins pouring. Then the booming voice of the all-seeing eye erupts. There will always be weakness in the heart of a ruined forger. Suddenly, flying through the thunderous sky, a pod maneuvers down towards her house. A memory from before that the all-seeing eye is tapping into. Stepping out of the pod... The matriarch, Killis Lumez, approaches the front door with two elite soldiers by her side. She hears the irritating voice of matriarch Killis. Lucille Lanez, I know you are the one that tipped off the congregate. Present yourself to me, and I will spare the rest of your assembly. Asuma begins to recall her mother staying inside, and the two soldiers ordered to burn the house down. Last time, she was too late to save them. However, inside this cosmic sense, Lucille opens the front door, 
Asuma's eyes widen as the soldiers violently lock her arms up and begin dragging her off the front porch. She can hear her mother struggling as the sound of a baby's cries comes from inside and the matriarch enters the front door. Ah, yes. Does the child have a name? As Killa steps out, she holds Asuma's baby brother. His weeping longs for the warm embrace of his mother, but Killis is seen grasping the neck of the infant. Let him go. Kisil, my child. Please, he will be a great asset to you. Let him live. Asma closes her eyes as tears begin to seep from the onslaught of emotion. If you want to fight, she focuses her essence on Killis. Then I will show no mercy. Asuma lifts her palm up at a 90 degree angle. Her vision then shifting into tremor vision as she forges a magic rune, throws it into the ground and stomps on it. With a sudden pivot, her foot twists the earth beneath her, and the dirt crumbles into sand, forging a sand dune that then quakes with vibrations, sinking Matriarch Killis, the soldiers, and her mother. This causes the Matriarch to drop Kassil as Asuma uses telekinesis to catch her baby brother and pull him towards her. Killis veers over and yells out, Ah, the Master Rune Forger! Mother must be proud! Asuma? No! Stay back! Get out of here! Lucille pleads, but is silenced by a muzzle by one of the soldiers. Asuma's attention is now on her baby brother, as she looks at him curiously. Your attention to detail is quite impressive. However, if you think this will break me, you'll need to try harder. She then places Kassil down and begins pressing on towards Killis. What are you blabbering about? With a sudden quick draw, Killis fires a photon pistol straight at Asuma. But before the ray can tear through her skin, she lifts her hand out and catches the radiant burst, turning the energy into a cosmic rune. Come now, all-seeing eye. The real matriarch wouldn't be this foolish. Asuma then uses the cosmic rune to teleport right behind Killis, and with her offhand, she creates a kinetic blade that pierces straight through the two soldiers. Thunder then booms once more this time causing a ripple through the sky as Killis, the soldiers, and her family all disappear. A rush of heat catches Asuma off guard as she witnesses her house on fire. You sound like you're enjoying this. Maybe it's time to show you what happened after you left your family to die. Above her home, another pod hovers over, revealing a citadel sigil as a matriarch reappears. Now, with her arms crossed, staring towards the pod, she smirks. Asuma then rushes toward Killis, her blade phasing through, making her realize she is now a spectator. 
turning around to where Killa's face is. The pod hatch opens, revealing what appears to be the throne lord. Asuma is confused, though. A conflict like this wouldn't garner the presence of a throne. Why is he here? She questioned in her mind. Then suddenly, the throne lord's form shifts into a female yen with short silver hair and bright yellow eyes. It is her cousin, Quistus Valeth. Or at least, her form. I take it everything has gone according to plan. Achilles asks as she approaches the form Questus. Indeed, all but one thing. Achilles tilts her head for a moment, pondering something, when suddenly a bolt fires from the pod straight into her chest. She coughs out blood as she looks at Questus, but all she sees is herself. She collapses to her knees. I was going to... I was going to build an empire. Her duplicate walks forward, then kneels to face her. And you will. Asuma shakes her head in disbelief. This can't be right. I don't believe it. The thunder rumbles once more. Oh, you think I am not able to access your genetic history? Think again. I am the all-seeing eye for a reason. Beneath her feet, a portal opens as Asuma falls through, tumbling through a triple helix structure that shows her random events throughout the course of her species. This goes on for what feels like an eternity. Asuma struggles. To keep her sanity until finally she lands on a metallic surface as everything goes silent. I thank you for listening to this entry. Asuma's story will conclude in our final entry of this Yen Saga. If you are just now joining the anthology, check out our theodianthologies.com for more content that expands this new expanding universe. You can also support the creation of this podcast by donating through the link found in the description of this episode. Until next time, travelers, be safe, stay safe, and if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power. <laughs>